This show was sponsored in part by Flat Fee Tax Prep and Services, offering quality tax preparation, serving clients nationwide. For more information, visit www.flatfeecreditandtax.com. And don't forget to mention Stunner Radio sent you. Hey, 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 guys. Welcome back to another episode of Uncommon Faith. It's your girl, LaFlower Bowie. And I'm so happy that I'm able to be with y'all on another Tuesday night because it's the holidays. The struggle has been real. I don't know if Regina can hear me, but y'all, she backstage looks like she landed a plane. But I'm happy that you guys are here. So you guys can't hear me. Can you guys hear me? Perfect, perfect. Because I was getting a little nervous because Regina, was, y'all know the people with the little lights, on, you know, on the runway. And maybe, you know, land. that's what I saw backstage, y'all. But how you doing, Regina? How you doing? I am wonderful. How about yourself, Miss LaFlower? When I tell you, the struggle has been real. The struggle's been real. Do you see your girl's face? I'm all in my natural essence. My natural essence. Y'all ain't get nothing extra today. Like, well, nothing. welcome to my club. <laughs> I do have this cute little coffee mug. This cute. This mug. Um, yes, the hubs got it for me over the weekend. And so, yeah, y'all know how much I love coffee and tea. So, you know, I just got me a fresh white chocolate mocha. Y'all know how I do. And we're going to rock it out tonight. Regine, how you doing? I'm wonderful. Thank you for asking. Don't, don't, don't start. Don't start. (laughs) That's what we're not doing tonight, ma'am. Well, as you guys can see, first of all, Thank you all for joining us tonight. If you have not had the opportunity to like and share the broadcast, please do so because we have an amazing guest joining us tonight. And LaFlower will um, give her an awesome intro. Um, I know you guys noticed that we are missing one of our co-hosts this evening. Our sissy, Deandra, was, was unable to be with us, but we know she tuning in. Yes, and she is. she is taking care of some things. But yeah, so it has it's Tuesday and we are ready to to rock it out. So I was not landing airplanes in the background. I was trying to land my way onto the show. <laughs> well, <laughs> man. I was just sharing with the good people of, you know, the Uncommon Faith family what it looked like from my point of view. But I'm happy <laughs> okay, y'all. I'm happy Gina is all right, y'all. Absolutely. But yes, guys, I am just on my um, my little friend here. I was just sharing the broadcast. So as Regina said, if you're watching from any of our social platforms, definitely like, share, and subscribe. If you're watching from, um, you know, one of our podcasts, I said podcast, I can't talk today. So y'all get ready. I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth. Podcast platforms, <laughs> like Google Podcasts, regular podcasts, y'all already know all the stuff. Now, mm-hmm. Comment, let mm-hmm. us keep rocking with us, but yeah, definitely like, share, and subscribe. We got an awesome show packed for you tonight. Um, oh, Mr. Bowie in the house. Hey, babes, I miss Mr. Bowie. How are you doing, Mr.? How are you doing? All right, guys, so tonight, so before we jump into I Know God is Real, we're gonna go ahead and break Tiffany in. That's our guest guy. I said, bring her, break her in. We're gonna bring her in. Miss Tiffany, y'all. Tiffany Hello. is 
is a healer. She um, does so much good work. She does like international work in South Africa. She is just flat out amazing. But one of the things I love about Tiffany is Tiffany going to be like real 1,000 at all times. Like, I think you really need people around us to keep it real 10,000 at all times, especially when it comes to leadership, friendship, and all of that, right? So Tiffany is the author of Dear Leader. I was looking for my copy. I guess somebody else in the house is reading it right now because I was going to show it off. There you go. Beautiful book. Guys, go and get this book. I know I'm gonna, Tiffany's going to take a chance to tell us more about it. But Tiffany, welcome to Uncommon Faith. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. So tell Tell the Uncommon Faith family about yourself. Girl, first of all, I'm trying to catch my breath. That's what I'm going to tell y'all. <laughs> I said, keeping it real. I had to run in here because I was like, I cannot be late for Miss, Miss the Flower Show. Um, first of all, thank you for having me. And um, what's to tell? So I'm Tiffany Rochelle. I am an international award-winning speaker, teacher, trainer, I'm a healer. I am an author, best-selling author, and my book is titled Dear Leader, A Personal Guide for Leaders Through Peace, Pandemic, and Protest. I'm a mother. I'm a wife. I'm an all-around girl of faith. Um, I'm that friend that you want who's going to tell you that you got broccoli in your teeth and, <laughs> and tell you pull your coattails when you're wrong. Um, and uh, I just, I, I love working with people to help to activate them and moving into their line of purpose and helping them to clear out their blocks, heal their wounds so that they can shine and help others to shine. So that's a quick down and dirty of me. I love it. I love it. Awesome. Welcome, welcome. Welcome. And guys, sneak peek, Miss Tiffany will also be joining us um, for the Uncommon Faith Retreat, but we'll talk more about that later. First, let's jump into this first segment. So Tiffany, the first segment of Uncommon Faith, um, here in Uncommon Faith, of course, our faith is definitely uncommon. It's definitely non-traditional, unboxed, mm -hmm. unchurched, all of that. But we love church. We love the Lord. All of that. Shout out to Yeshua for being amazing. <laughs> I told y'all I don't know what's gonna come out of my mouth tonight, y'all. I um, see. Say, I'm just I gave I gave a disclaimer already. But the first segment of the show is I know God is real because and so we love this segment and we always like to give our guests an opportunity to just share whether it's a testimony or a, or you know an instance um, something that you remember like what was one of those um, you know defining moments where you know what you were like I know God is real like there is no way that He ain't real because this here happened. Oh wow. Um... There's so many. Hold on. Give me a mm. second. Let me think. That's the um, normal response. <laughs> I mean, yep. just my life in general, my journey. Um, I, 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 I guess I like to be real succinct in my answers, but I also like to give context. So I, you know, I was raised in, in a religion, but religion never took hold of me. Right. I always believed in God, but I didn't have a connection with him. And so probably around 2009, 
I literally was like, okay, God, there's got to be something more. What is there? What is there? And every day I would write in my journal, who are you? Who am I to you? Show me. And it was basically the same thing. Like, God, who am I? Who are you? And show me. Like, who are you? Who are you? Who am I you? That's the only thing I would write in the journal. And literally just the way God evolved his conversation with me, because I used to think he talked to everybody else but me. And that's been a constant struggle in my journey, even though people around me be like, girl, you're so anointed. I'm like, yeah, okay, hold on. What, what, where, where, did he whisper to you? <laughs> but literally just the way God has walked me through getting to know him, learning to hear from him, and then activating me so that I could actually use what he gave me in the life of others and then to help them to see their gifts. So for me, that whole walk is God is real, but there's just, you know, there's so many little things. So I guess here, here, here's one, here it is. <laughs> like, I was like, I don't know my whole walk, but my, um, my youngest son, who's now 20, um, four days before Christmas in 2017, he was shot in the chest was at a gas station after basketball practice, just random gunfire. He got shot in the chest with a nine millimeter. Um, I had just spoken to him. 30 minutes later, I received a phone call from his coach telling me my son had been shot in his chest. And I was like, wait a minute, we were supposed to go out of town. I just talked to him like, what happened? What is this? And then I said, no, honey, we gotta go. So they had life flighted him to the trauma hospital in Miami, I was living in Miami at that time. And the whole time I was calm and I was just talking to God. I was like, God, you send me around the world to help restore other people's homes, to help re restore other people to their children, to help restore other people's lives. So I know you're gonna handle this. I was like, supernatural healing is what I'm expecting, Lord. And so I got to the emergency room. I was the calmest person there. His coach was there, his, his, his principal from his school, his teammates, people were there. I was the only calm one sitting in, in, in the um, ER. And then a, a detective came out to talk to me. And she said, oh, your son asked for you. And I said, oh, okay, he's good. Like, he's good. And everybody was like, oh, and the, 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 the doctors were telling me that he was going to have to have surgery if they couldn't stop the bleeding in his stomach, if they couldn't find out the source of blood. I told him, you're not going to have to do any of that. He's fine. And literally I had to wait for two hours and I sat calm. I was just calm. There was nothing extra in my mind, just he's okay. And then the doctors came down and were like, we didn't have to do any extra surgery. He's fine. We put a tube to collect the extra blood. And there was 20% of his liver was torn, but the liver is the only organ in our body that self heals. So my son was in the ER, was in the ICU, for four days. On the seventh day, we walked out of the hospital, no surgery, no extra nothing, no stitches, no residual anything. So there I knew God had preserved my child because so many other people had a different outcome. The bullet, I'll say this last part and then I'll let it go. The bullet missed his spine by an inch and it came, so it went straight through. And when the doctors looked at it, they kept looking at both sides of his chest because they said it should have hit all of his organs going through. And they couldn't explain it. I said, God did it. 
They they literally said that the bullet it looked like a bullet did like this and then curved around his 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 internal organs. I said it did. Oh, he might have breathed in. I don't care what you say. I know my God did that. So that's when I know God is real. One of the many times. Wow. Wow. That's it. That's it. <laughs> wow. Just and that's for that right there is the reason why we do this segment because. We know God has shown up and showed out in all of our lives in so many different ways. And sometimes like I feel we need to take that time to just sit back and hear the testimony because we overcome by the word of our testimony. Right. We need to hear those things and share those things. And so we are still serving a miracle working God. Ooh. He yes. has not changed. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And I am, I thank you for sharing that story with us, honey. That touched me and that did my soul some good. Okay. I mean, if I did not have to contain myself in this square right here. I know. Come on now. Real quick. <laughs> Look, I really want to shout and dance real fast for you because that's what I'm feeling in my spirit. But then when I get to moving. Is I haven't Look. told that story in a long time, and I felt my I felt the emotion of it actually coming up. Not for like when it was done, it was done. I had no upset, no pain, no. My son recovered completely. Like there was no bad dreams, there was no anger. Like I was never mad at the at the assailants. I still don't know who they are to this day. All that was God, but in the telling of it. Like just reliving and understanding, like it, it really caught me like, Lord, you are good. Like, yes. 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 <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, my Ooh. God. I think we almost need like some some praise break music, Gina. That <laughs> <laughs> on the background. And I know it's gonna be like almost corny, you know, like the Ricky Smiley show. How they have, like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Look. Or yes. Where's the keyboard? We're going to start bringing the keyboard out. Girl, I'm just going to find a clip and give it to the producer and be like, Yes. Play Get it. that one time. Because <laughs> that is so amazing. It's like, and that's again, we love this segment of the show because we know how worthy that God is. It's like those are those receipts that we talk about, right? It's like when you, when we start getting down, when we start looking at our lives and where things are going and, and all of that stuff, think about the receipts of God. Think about how God has proven himself over and over and over and over, not only in our lives, but in our children's lives, right? I was just looking at Alana the other, well, yesterday, she's like, mommy, she's like, I had to sit out at PE. She's like, I went too hard. I was like, what you mean you went too hard? She's like, I went too hard. We was playing basketball. I just, I went too hard. And she was like, but I had to sit out because my chest started hurting. And, and um, you know, it just took me back. It took me back to her having to have open heart surgery, her, you know, just everything, everything. And I was just, but she was fine. She was like, yeah, I went to the nurse. And then I was and it looked, it sounded like she was upset because she missed the rest of PE because she wanted to play so hard. Um, but I'm happy that she's, she's learning, you know, to listen to her body and things like that. But just the fear fact that she's here, you know, that she's here, she's nine years old, because that could have been a different story. So we know God is real. 
especially when he shows up in our baby's lives, because we have no control. We can't do nothing when it comes to our children. I said, just call on him. That's, that's, that's all we got, but that's all we need. Right? And then you remember hearing Big Mama say, you know, the prayers of the righteous, right? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> right? I know somebody, Grandma, that said that scripture, that said that script, you hear that, but when it happens and you, mm. and you reflect on it, it just hits, it's, it's, that scripture is weighted different. It's way, it just has so much different weight. Gina, do you have a, um, I know God is real that you want to share this week? Or are you still just breathing in Miss Tiffany's? Because it happens. I am. I am. I, I'm not going to add or take nothing away from that, honey. That said hard all by itself. It did. It did. Now, we're not going to get into it, Tiffany. We're going to bring you back for another show. Because I heard what you said when you first started, where you said yes. you, was in, you was in something. You was a part of something, right? You was like, but God, but you never got a hold of God, right? It took some time for you to have that relationship with God. And I think so many of us go through that. Mm -hmm. right? Like we sit mm -hmm. in pews, we, you know, we observe the, the um, you know, the scriptures, we observe the, you know, um, you know, what the leaders are telling us. But it's like when what happens when God get a, gets a hold of you? That's right. It's like that's a whole nother, That's a game changer. Oh, most definitely. It, it it most definitely is. And yeah, I I I'm ready for the other show. I don't want to derail where we're going on this one. So yes, yes, yes. This week I want to talk about leadership because I you know I know the book is called Dear Leader, and um I think that so many times us leaders. Will you tell us about the book? Tell us, tell us a little bit more about the book. Dive a little bit deeper into that. Okay. So I'm going to hold up a copy of this book. This is my, this is obviously my author's copy because <laughs> I have notes and everything. But this right here is uh, a work of faith and love um, because my calling, my purpose in this life is leaders and leadership. Um, I work with high functioning leaders. Um, I actually work on two ends of the leadership spectrum. Right. So, you know, I work with high functioning leaders who lead organizations, who lead um, groups, who lead, just lead, however they lead. I work with them and I also work with up and coming new leaders. So developing youth and women leaders in underserved communities. So on both sides of the spectrum, uh, what what my work in these communities looks like in Africa and other parts of the world is going into communities where people don't hear them, people don't listen to them, and actually accessing and helping them to notice and recognize their own leadership capabilities, recognize the leadership capabilities in others, joining together to create their own solutions for their own problems. Because one of the first things I say is there's no saviors coming. Nobody's coming to save us. I, don't, I, I can't save you, so what y'all gonna do, <laughs> right? So there was nobody coming to say no saviors coming. So working with these youth for them to actually get a hold of their identity and understand that they're capable is like one of the biggest joys of my life. On the other end of that, I work with the um, the leaders who who have been leading. They've done all the courses. They you know had the successes. Yet they may have an imbalanced personal life. They may be in transition. They may be in burnout. They may be just questioning why they're even doing what they're doing. And so I'm generally the person that helps them to restore the balance, to um, 
reestablish their humanity for themselves and for others, and then to, to reignite their spark. And sometimes reignition means helping them give themselves permission to rest, right? And so how Dear Leader was born, I literally was in South Africa sitting down and God always gives me downloads when I'm there. And so I was sitting and he was like, write a book. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, you've been telling me write a book for a long time. All right, whatever. And then he gave me the idea to write letters to leaders so that whoever is reading my book will feel a personal conversation is occurring between them and their self, right? So this book is designed that whatever stage a leader is in, whether they're at the beginning of the stage or they're ready to retire, they can read this and they can begin to self-assess. They can begin to get a good foundation of their identity, who they are, who they serve, why they serve. They can start to address what wounds that they're, is causing them to operate a certain way so that they can begin to heal. And they start to build their legacy. Like who are they passing the torch to? Are they passing the torch? How are they doing it? So it's it's a very powerful piece of work. It's a small book, but it's powerful packed um, because you're going to read it and you will feel some self-awareness and answer some questions for yourself about yourself and your purpose in this life. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know I was only a couple pages in and I think I text you like, girl, this is this is hidden. Oh my God. <laughs> you to be in self-reflection almost immediately. You know, if you are, I will say this, when you read Dear Leader, you have to read Dear Leader ready to do some work as a leader. You know, don't go into reading Dear Leader, you know, thinking that it's just going to be another leadership book that just mm -hmm. gives you everything, gives you ABC, one, two, three, the 10 points on how to do this you know, the qualities, it's not, it's not that type of book. There's actually, and you guys know, we, we have a soul work segment on the show. It has so much soul work in there. As you're reading it, it's, it's going to hit you. Gina, what do you think about Dear Leader so far from what you've heard? Right. Because, well, for certain, based on what I've heard thus far, I will be running out to purchase Dear Leader. So, <laughs> I can read it and have this experience that you have spoken of. Um, it's so funny because I have um, a book on my desk at work, uh, God Grant Me Wisdom, um, and it's uh, verses for, for leadership. And so it's just different. Every day I read to see, okay, as a leader, what am I doing? And so I'm thinking, okay, I'm ready to replace that book and put this up. <laughs> there instead and, and dive into that. But I love the concept of the letters. And so thus, dear leader, yeah, I'm just excited about picking it up and reading it, Miss Tiffany. Well, girl, we're in the same city. Hit me up. I'll give you a signed copy. I got, okay. you. I got you. I got you. Um, I just, I, I, I really love dear leader because it was a struggle for me um, in, in this way. God had told me to write a book like in 2010, but he knows me. He knows he got to tell me something a long time before it's due because <laughs> I'm a performer in the 11th hour. <laughs> right. So I'm, I'm familiar. Right. So 2017, it was like, 
okay, here's here's the book you're gonna write. This is like I'm like, okay. And then I kept going, Lord, how come you know you gave Susie over here a book and in 48 hours she wrote the whole book? Why are you making me struggle through this? Why are you making me struggle through this? Like you want me to write the book. I didn't ask to write the book. Keeping it a hundred, right? And and, I, and I'm saying this because there's so many of us, I believe, that have assignments that God has told us to do, and we're dragging our feet. He already knows we're gonna drag our feet, but it's like I always knew I was gonna do it. I always knew I was gonna do it, but I was just putting it off to the very last minute. And then the end of 20, 2019, he said, "You can't do anything else until this book is done." Hot dog. He was like, you've done everything else. You've been so obedient. It was so nice that you did all those other things I asked you to do, but this is the thing you gotta do and you haven't done it yet. He was like, it's gotta be done because I'm not giving you any more instructions until the book is done. And so I My literally goodness. had to finally pull all these pages because I hand wrote this book. I had literally had to pull all these pages, put them together, and then it was published January of 2020, yeah. No, this year it was 2020. Yeah, sorry, I, I mixed it up my time. This COVID got me, got me tripping. So the end of 2020, I published at the beginning of this year. Yep, January. Awesome, that is awesome. Mm -hmm. You know something, Miss Tiffany, you said something. Um, you know, as we prepare to go into the new year, we like to fast and reflect over you know the current year and get our instructions and positioning so we can hit the new year hard. Right. As opposed to sitting in the new year in the beginning, waiting, it's like, OK, what's next? You know, we want to go in there already knowing what's going on. But you said something very key when you said that um, he God told you that you weren't going to get any any further instruction until you completed what he told you to do. And so that takes me back to the reflection over the year. How important is it for us? to be obedient and recognizing that until we fulfill the things that God has told us to do, he's not able to take us into that next season. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's highly, highly important. And there's a lot of people who use the term, I'm waiting on God, when in fact they know they haven't done what God told them to do already. And yeah, we, make up excuses, we make up excuses, we highlight fears. We um, it, we involve ourselves in distractions, and then we blame the enemy. Hot when dog. He, when he ain't paying no attention, because you ain't doing nothing, he ain't got to pay attention. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like blows left and right, like. <laughs> I know. Uh, coming down every, almost everybody's street tonight. Come on, Come on now. Be mad at Rolling. Don't be mad. Don't be mad with somebody. Okay. Exactly. That big spotlight on the side of Popo car, you know, shining. <laughs> Listen, I've long said people, people spend too much time trying to blame the enemy and they ain't doing nothing for him to be bothered with them. Right. Like, he ain't thinking about you. You're doing it yourself because you ain't doing what you're supposed to do. That's right. Right. So what what you say, LaFlower? No, I say you're not even working on your assignment to further the kingdom. So you're not you're not a threat to him. That's but right. You're not getting stronger and you're not helping other people get stronger at the same time. And we do that. We do that. First thing we want to say is the enemy. 
or we want to call out other people. That's right. They're the distraction. You stop right. me. You hating on me. You sinning. And you know, we were talking about energy the other week. You know, we want to, everybody's all about energy and vibes and stuff like that. But if your discernment and stuff is up, it don't matter what type of energy they have, you're going to be able to recognize that and judge yourself accordingly, make the proper pivots and do what you've got to do. Right? Come on, you hit something. Come on, Miss Tiffany, what you got? Well, listen, you you hitting on something because I'm a, I'm, I'm a big, big believer in self-accountability. Yes. Self-accountability and responsibility, right? So before I blame anybody for anything in my life, I'm always going to check me first. And literally in my whole life, it's always been me. It's always been me, right? Whatever I've done has always been me. I've never had a hater. I don't know what they look like. You know why I don't know? Because I don't address anybody who's not in my sphere or my circle. Like, you're not even on my level. Why am I bothering you? Like, you can't, I can't give my energy to frivolous things. And too many people are giving energy to frivolous things and causing a, a thing to grow. Now, the other thing why, why you saw me turning my head and twisting my hand is because I was literally having this conversation with, um, one of, with, with one of my friends. And we were talking about how people in the church spend so much time fighting witches and casting out demons. Boo, that's low level energies. Like those are literally low level functioning beings. Why are you glorifying witches and demons instead of glorifying the Lord? Why is there so much time spent chasing witches out of the house? How they get in your house? Because if you was doing what you're supposed to do, they ain't even got, they can't even exist in your atmosphere. And you know what? When you doing what you're supposed to do, God will erect a hedge of protection around you. Yes, he will. You I didn't have to get my face close into the camera here. Like, look, I didn't have to move in. If I hear one more person talk about, let's, let's pray against witches. Why are you praying against witches instead of talking about bringing the kingdom forth? Right. Come on. Just getting your energy and your time. Because when we look at how, you know, when we look at how Yeshua walked, when we look at how Jesus walked, the key thing is you want to be in tune spiritually to be able to recognize, you know, how they say real, recognize real. You want to be on. able to recognize what it is, you know, cast it, move from it, walk past it, or it won't even, if you operate in, in, in your lane, like if you in your lane, if you in your lane, like you're going to repel most of those that's things. it it can't even be in your presence you cannot be in my presence no understand no. that darkness cannot be where this light is right. let's be clear right no. the closer you try to get to me the more i'm gonna repel you gonna be like it's not gonna work like you're not gonna be able to enter into my inner court into my inner circle because we can't exist in the same in the same we can't exist in the same space and that's what we have to focus more kingdom people more leaders, we have to focus on finding our lane, getting in position, and staying in our position. That's right, in right position. In the season that we're in. How about I'm gonna give you one better? I'm gonna give you one more better. When we are functioning as we're supposed to, and we understand the authority and dominion we actually carry, we're not spending time battling, we're sending words. Get out of here. That's literally as easy as it is. You don't have to scream. You ain't got to stomp on no heads. You ain't got to throw holy oil on folks. You ain't got to dance around the building seven times. You ain't got to call everybody around you. Making the walls fall. Demons are not deaf. 
You ain't got to scream at him all day. Jesus wasn't screaming. And he said we would do greater works than him. So most of us don't understand our authority. And we're doing something that was taught to us erroneously. So we, our actions are manifestations of bad teachings. Oh, come on. And so we out here. Say that again. Say, say that again. Manifestations of bad teaching. That is so, so we out here doing. That's good. That'll preach. We're doing performative things that don't work. And we wonder why our prayers not working and stuff because we're not, we, we in the wrong, we, we over here feeling around in the dark instead of understanding our authority and operating in the dominion that God has given us. But we only know that if we're getting in tune and alignment with what God has is telling us directly and specifically and following it. Say it, say it. Now I will, I will testify guys. Like even when, cause y'all know your girl, you know, I ain't gonna go too deep, but you know, sometimes we gotta cast out some demons. Sometimes, you know, a demon will be right there in our face and we gotta handle it, right? Mm -hmm. but what I found is, it's like the more in tune you are in, it's it's almost, it's like the spirit of discernment is gonna give you everything you need to know about that spirit, about that demon. You don't have to sit there and have a conversation. Like, why are you here? Who did you, what's your name? Because in most instances, when I've been in contact, I know who they are. I've seen generations of this thing being attached to the bloodline. I know the history, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. so we don't have to, it, it, you don't have to really put on a full show. You go in there, if God shows you like, hey, I need you to take care of this thing right here. I'm, <laughs> Regina knows, I'm gonna take care of this thing real quick. Mm -hmm. <laughs> real live, real live Buffy. Listen. And I'm sure that you knew you was you you knew what you do. And the thing is, God's not ever going to send you to a battle He didn't prepare you for. I'm telling you, I'm for real. And sometimes <laughs> it's like you don't even know what's in you until you really, really surrender and let the Holy Spirit take over. Because like literally, when it says, you know, for us, for God will honor your honor your He will order your steps. He'll order your tongue. Like whenever I'm in those situations. It's like the Holy Spirit just takes over, but we have to be so willing and so trusting of God to allow him to take to take full range when we are in those situations. Uh, that is awesome. That 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 that's a that's a true word right there. True. That's a true word. That's that submission and obedience. So many people profess faith, but they don't trust. They God. profess faith, but do not trust God. And it's and, and we all go through it. I know I've gone through it. I know that there's still times I'm like, oh, do I really trust God right here? Like it's it's a constant walk. And the more he stretches us, the more we have to relinquish the trust. So every time he takes us to a new level, we have to surrender yet again. And we have to establish a new level of trust because now you're in a different position in a different elevation. So it's always going to come up. But people will be like, I've seen so many people who are like, oh, I have faith. I believe in the Lord. I trust in the Lord. No, you have faith that God is real. You have faith that God has done some things for you, but you don't trust him. Why do I know you don't trust him? Because your actions are saying that you're trusting what you can do and what you know and what you see and what you touch and not what God is doing. Right. You want to be in the know and not in the flow. So. Mm. I think, hey, I, we can meditate on that for a second. And, and and take a quick commercial break right there. She said you in the know and not in the flow. 
We'll be right back, y'all. I ain't got nothing to add. Are you looking for the perfect gift this holiday season? Great, I have something just for you. It's the Stunner Radio Holiday Gift Guide with amazing products from Black-owned, woman-owned, and veteran-owned businesses. We've curated an amazing list just for you. So visit www.stunnerradio.com slash holiday gift guide to check it out. And don't forget to mention Stunner Radio sent you. Hey, it's your girl, Lisa Denae, and I want to tell you about a product that has changed my life, Rain Premium Sanitary Napkins. Rain products are infused with a Nobel Prize winning material called graphene. It's the graphene strip that provides the various health benefits that can improve your quality of life during that time of the month. Listen, I've been very loyal to a certain brand of feminine products, but I've never experienced the results I get with Rain products. The difference is in the graphene strip. Using Rain products has totally eliminated the painful cramps I experience, and it can also help help balance your body's pH, eliminate harmful bacteria, and help fight fatigue. Graphene moves heat away from your core to keep you cool and comfortable. Ladies, it's time to upgrade your feminine care with products that not only offer protection, but also improve your health and wellness. Place your order today and receive your premium sanitary napkins delivered directly to your door. Visit www.drfcare.com to make your purchase today. And don't forget to mention that your girl Lisa Denae and Stunner Radio sent you. Hey, hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Our Common Faith. I'm happy that we ran that rain commercial instead of the other commercial that we normally run because those products are absolutely amazing. If you guys have not checked out Dr. Finney and those products, they are phenomenal. Um, you know, some me and some of the girls have tested them out at the house. And guys, you can definitely tell a difference. So definitely support Dr. Finney um, with checking out some of those rain uh, products as well as the Stunner Radio Holiday Guide. Go check it out. We got some Uncommon Faith gear on there, all types of stuff. But guys, welcome back. We are chatting with our very special guest. Guest, see, I told you I can't talk tonight. Miss Tiffany, <laughs> Tiffany tonight. Um, guys, she is a phenomenal author. We've just been talking about faith. We've been talking about how we know God is will real. I'm about to turn it over to Regina, y'all, because I can't talk. Um, just so many things. Um, and we ended on what was what, what did Tiffany say? What we're not in the flow. you operating in the know and not the flow, right? And so, so many times we we get that it's like when have you guys ever had someone come to you asking for advice? Right? They wanted they want they ask you to pray for them. You know, they telling you this story, and then next thing you know, you hear them talking to sister so and so. Telling them the same thing. Pray for me. You talking to Miss Brother So and So and Deacon Ulu and and Mister Ruleru. What and, Deacon Ulu? <laughs> and, and everybody, right? Ooh. Or have you had that person where they ask you for advice and you really praying like, okay, good baby, let me see God on this. Let me see what God is. All of that. You give them what God lays on your heart, and they do something totally different. Those are assholes. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Explain that to him, Miss Tiffany. <laughs> yes. Ask holes. They're going to ask you a 55,000 questions and still do what they're going to do without even considering what they ask you for. And then they'll ask another person and they'll ask another person. So basically, yeah, those are they just a, a, a pit of questions without implementation. Right. And at this point, at this point in my life, because I had a conversation with my uh, with my oldest. 
And she's like, um, she had an epiphany or a realization with the relationship that she has with a friend. And she's like, well, every time this friend come, she still do what she want to do. Like, she never listens to my sound advice. Like, she's like, I really have some good stuff to tell her because I've done, you know, I've walked this, I've gone down the path that she wants to go. But she does, she takes other people's advice or she just wants people to listen and all of that stuff. She doesn't absorb the advice. And she's like, I don't, I'm not doing that anymore. And I was so proud of her for coming to that realization in her relationship so early because it took me a while. It took me a while to get there, right? To even realize uh, these assholes that uh, Tiffany talking about. <laughs> you know, because I would really be wasting my time. Yes. Going into people, especially in corporate America, people coming into my office, closing yes. my office, wasting. I'm going to stay because they've been talking to y'all all day. But I'm like, implement anything. Now, I know, Gina, with you being in HR, you didn't, you didn't see that a couple times or two. Huh. Yeah, a couple or two, in, indeed. But it, it, it is constant. It is always, and, and you're right, and you have to learn to, like, like you say all the time, you know, our oil is precious, so we have to be cognizant of where we are pouring it. And, and, and you learn those individuals. I'm one of those. Once you, once I get your number, you show me your colors. You know, I got it filed away, so I know who I'm dealing with, and I'm going to handle it accordingly. Those individuals that I know really are hearing and listening and acting on the things that I'm telling them, those are the individuals that I'm going to spend more time with and actually pour into them. The other ones, no, I just sit there. I learn to be quiet and just listen. Because that's like you said, that's the only reason you came. You just you just want to talk. You want to vent or something to that nature. And that's fine. You know, sometimes you, you feel you need to do those things. But I'm going to know what my role is in that. Right. You're not going to get my good oil no more. I'm going to say that for somebody else. Right. Well, I flip the script on like, baby, what, what do you think you should do? How would that yeah. work? Allow them to keep talking. Right. Oh no, that's that's great. And and the thing is, I don't work in corporate America like that anymore. I work for myself, so I really don't have any patience or time for it. So I before people come to me, I'm like, listen, this is what you're gonna get. Are you ready for that? I'm gonna give you the truth, whether you like it or whether you don't. And my my question is, do you really want to be healed? Do you really want to be fixed, or do you just wanna do you just want to vent? Because if you just want to vent, I'm not the person. I'm a very expensive person to vent to. Because, I no, it's very expensive. I'm going to charge you a lot to vent to me. And, no, I don't want to spend my time like that. So, do you want to be healed? <laughs> do you want to be healed? No? Okay. You just you just need a moment? I'm not the person for you. Now, Tiffany, I think that's a great way to pivot into, you guys know that we have the Uncommon Faith retreat coming up the winter retreat or the fall retreat because it's still fall you know be the light guys we are so excited because friday night we're going to have the virtual session with everyone um uh we still have um, some virtual set, uh spots open so definitely if you want to be in the building or uh, virtually with us and we're going to be doing a raffle for everyone that's uh, our virtual attendee for one of the uncommon faith swag bags and um, I'm not sure. We may have some spots left for overnight, um, guys. But I pivoted to the retreat because sometimes when we hear retreat, we think spa weekend, 
relaxing. But when you come to a healing retreat, when you come to like an uncommon faith retreat, are you ready to be healed? Like, are you ready to do the work? Are you ready to go to that place? Right. And as uh, Miss Bonzant says, are you ready to do your work? Because if you're not, then a retreat like this or any type of healing retreat is not going to be the best thing for you. Okay. We, 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 we won't have any crystals. We won't have any crystals, y'all. Um, we won't. Um, I'm going to have some candles, but I won't be burning no sage. I won't be burning the sage. Um, <clears throat> um, I will call on Jesus quite a few times. So if any of those things don't agree with you, if, if that doesn't hit as true to you, then that may not be, this may not be your type of thing. And it's cool. <clears throat> but if it does, if it does, guys, definitely, you know, register, be a part, because I definitely want to help everyone get in position to really be the light, because that's what, you know, De I couldn't find words to it. Deandra said it a couple of weeks ago about being the light, because the season that we're in right now in the kingdom of God, there are so many people that are getting in position and they are going to be the light. They're going to be that example for people who are looking. You have these the ecclesia, the ecclesia is rising, right? You have so many righteous people, real righteous people that have been hidden, people that you that you didn't forgot about, people who you thought, oh, she ain't winning on the gram, so she ain't winning. She ain't, you know, she ain't blown up, so she ain't she ain't it. You know, these are people that God has almost been hiding, right? Come on, you've been doing God's work, and I tell you guys, I um every year I struggle with doing the, the beautifully broken end of the year fast. I legit struggle and I really have to go to God every single year. Like, God, do you really want me to do this, this corporate fast? Do you really want me to do, like, do you really? But every year he's like, yes. And so this is our fourth year and we start on the third. And I say that because just because someone is hidden or they may not be as mainstream um, and popping like some of y'all say, <laughs> um, doesn't mean they're not impacting. And we have one lady who was in the beautifully broken fast um, last year. She birthed her. She birthed a journal in that thing. She birthed a whole birthing group that um, you know she has hundreds of ladies in there that are getting they're they're doing their work. They're doing their healing. And God just had to remind me. He's like, I don't care how many people participate in this fast. He's like, it's ordained for the people that are supposed to be there who are going to birth the things and get in position to do what I need them to do for the following year. And so he just had to, he had to check me real quick. Cause I'm like, Lord, I'm like, that's right. Thousand people signing up for this, for this fast each year. I'm like, I gotta, I sh you know, it's a whole lot of accountability, you know, for 21 days. Right. But he just reminded me, I don't care what work you're doing. If you impact one person, that's what he wanted. That's right. Like, it's not about the numbers. It's about the impact. Absolutely. We have to remind ourselves. I know I constantly I tell myself every day, Regina, this ain't about you. You know, when I try to get in my feelings or think this or anything, it's like, you know what? This is not about you. This is bigger than you. It always has been. It always will be, you know, and I am but a vapor right in this in this time. And so either I'm going to fall in line and do what he has for me to do, or he's going to get the next person that's already standing up, waiting to go. That's true. 
he is going to get it done. That's that's very much true. It's not about the numbers. It is always about the obedience. And the one thing that I wanted to touch on that stood out for me and what you were saying, um, Flower, is that there's been so many people that are have been hidden because they've been being groomed and pruned and 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 you know prepared to come forth. And a lot of church people's sensibilities are about to be real raw. And they're about to be real upset. Because what you're going to do when the guy with face tattoos comes and proclaims the name of Jesus? What you're going to do when the person who changed their sex finds the Lord and he uses them because of their testimony? Are we going right. to be... Oh, no, you can't possibly be who the Lord would choose because you used to be a man and now you're a woman or you used to be a woman and now you're a man. There's a lot of things that God is doing that the people that us, the body are going to struggle with because we have too many people who want to put framework on God work. Say it. That's it. All of these little sayings is, is, is in your next book. <laughs> if not, I'm going to take a couple of them and go and corn them. But you're right. We are in such a box. And I think that's why we have so much church hurt. And you have so many people that have separated themselves from, you know, the from the four walls of the church. Um, right. One, he was prudent. You guys know I was pulled out. I didn't want to be pulled out. It's like literally I was hurt. I was hurt, you know, when God had me sit out for a season and he pulled me away from the church. It was like literally I went through a, a grieving um, a grieving stage where I was like, God, what, how you go from worship leader, ministry, you know, minister, like all of these things. And then you like, it's time, it's time for you to go. Like, I got to pull you up out of here. I'm like, well, what do I do? Like why? And he will literally harden people's hearts towards you to make you move. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Understand mm -hmm. that I had to separate when God hardens your heart, someone's heart, from the actual person hardening their heart. That's totally different. Because when God needs something to happen, he will harden their heart towards you or towards a situation. And it took That's me a right. long time and I had to separate my emotions from people. And I'm like, daddy, this was you the whole time? This was you. And so I struggled. I struggled. Say that again for the people in the back. Why they be claiming, why they be claiming everything is the devil? <laughs> Say it again. Yes. Sometimes he will do things, guys, to pull because I wouldn't have left if he didn't make me leave. That's right. He mm -hmm. did not make been me there. Leave. Regina knows I would not have left. Been there. The island if he didn't make me leave, and I thought that was the last place. I had been in the wilderness in every other area in my life. But that was the last place, and I'm like, I didn't left the church. I now I'm now coming back now, or they like all of this stuff. And then you pull me away. All for purpose, right? Because even in that, it had nothing to do with you. No. Right. It, but had everything to do with where he was taking you, the people that he has set aside for you that you are meant to reach, touch. And you have to understand where they've been, what they've experienced for you to better be able to relate to them. Because I had a similar experience and I'm like. Okay, daddy, I get it now. But at the time, you like, what, what is going on? What's going on? But that hardening of the heart, he absolutely will do that. That happened with me with not the church situation, but with a job situation, right? It was just like, 
He's like, it's time to go. And you not moving when I'm telling you to move. So I got it. Right. Right. I'm laughing because my experience was completely opposite. I had not, yes, I had not been in the organized religion in 25 years. And me and him were doing fine as far as I was concerned because I was talking to him every day. We were just walking along, strolling. He was telling me stuff. And then one day he was like, I need you to join the church. And I was like, nah, that ain't part of our deal. <laughs> like, mm, we're, good. we're good, we're good, right? And he literally is like, will you let me cut you? Let me cut you. And in these processes is where I learned, he was like, I need to tie you to a post because you cannot have authority without having submission. That's it. I wasn't submitted. Listen, I wasn't submitted under anybody. It was just me and the Lord. He was like, mm, I need some submission from you. And I yeah. was like, but I'm submitted to you. He was like, mm, 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 mm. And he needed oh me God. to get an appreciation of the ecclesia. Yes. He needed me to get a space because if he's calling me to the leaders that are leading his congregations, I can't be over out here talking about y'all people over there. He had to knit me into a body. He had to graft me in. So the That's one it. thing to understand is everything that he does to us and for us, pulling us in, pulling us out, pushing us around, pushing us under is always for his bride. That's it. Oh, Jesus. Always bigger than us. Mm. Much bigger than us. This is good. I just can't believe that we are we are nearing the end of the show. I'm not ready. I feels like we just getting started good. But LaFlower, I really feel like with Miss Tiffany on tonight, I know we haven't done this segment in quite some time. Oh Lord. But I do believe that we got the right one today. <laughs> We're not going to do no sisters art for Virginia. I'm not Come gonna... on now. Come <laughs> on now. That's, that's what you want. How can you not? How can you not with Miss Tiffany on the show? So what's your question for the sister circle? I don't have one. Are you kidding me? I'm going to bring up the sister I'm just, Tiffany, we used to have a segment on the show. Sometimes we pull it out the archives, as Regina just did. And basically... It's a sister check. Yes, yeah, sister, sister check. check. Okay. check. So basically, we would, um, um, we would, um, you know, just give a scenario on um, a situation, and mm. this is something that this is a conversation you would only have with a sister, somebody that's in your inner circle. Um, you know, we've talked about infidelity. We've talked about, um, you know, just doing things that's not of God. Um, but I know we had a, a, a viewer say they want to hear, they want to know about the let me cut you. Like, yeah, what they said, explain that. What it, you know, what does that mean? You know, when when you say God, daddy said, let me cut you. And as you're thinking about that, it's crazy because earlier when we went on commercial, I'm like, I'm going to ask Tiffany about submission. And it's crazy that I didn't get a chance to ask you how you feel about leadership needing some type of to be able to submit to at some point. I believe every leader has to be able to submit. To. You cannot lead without it. You can't. You cannot. And it's 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 a source of checks and balances. Because if you're not answering to anybody, who are you answering to? That's it. Right? I think Jesus is by far our best, greatest example of so many things. And a leader 
is one of them. Mm -hmm. Right? Because he's constantly oh. submitted to the father. But go ahead with the country. Um, so what I've learned is that we in our little human selves always have things that we value, right? And the one thing I know is that the father is always going to come after what we value most. So if you idolize your children, if you idolize your mama, if you idolize your job, your car, your house, your spouse, your man, your spouse, woman, your money, come for it, right? He's going to he's going to ask you who's the king of your heart, who sits on the throne of your heart. And for me, none of those was my heart. My freedom was my was on the throne of my heart. And so what, what he did when he asked me to tie myself to a church, to join a church, to tie me to a post, he cut me because that hurt. I cried for two weeks, literally physical tears. I felt betrayed. I felt bamboozled. I was like, God, you got me into a corner where you knew I wasn't going to tell you no. Cause all I've been singing is yes, 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 Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And he was like, yeah, I'm about to ask you for something. It's going to cut. And so I had to submit. And what he was doing was not only wounding me, right? He was pruning me. Pruning. That's it. And pruning. Pruning is cutting. Feel good. Mm -mm. Pruning, pruning is cutting. Good. But that's the way, that's the reason why I have this tattoo. This is my, this is the representation of John 15, 5. I'm the vine. You are the branches, right? Abide in me. Right. And if you're not and I'm just paraphrasing, but if you're not functioning, if you're not producing, you will get cut away and thrown into the fire. But any vine that is with is, is residing with God gets pruned so that it can flourish and so that it can produce more. And so he cut me. He pulled me in. He sat me in a space. Now, when I tell you he gave me the most beautiful space I ever could imagine being in, because I was like, Lord, you know, if you give me one of them other kind of passes, we're going to have to have some conversation because me and pastor ain't going to get along and I'm going to tell him about it. So. <laughs> so he put me in a space where I received the most love I had ever received in any kind of religious organization. The pastor was so amazing, such a man of integrity, such a man of honor right? Who truly had a heart and a love for the people. And then he met with me regularly and talked to me and, you know, he listened to God. He was like, God just told me that you be here because he had assignments for everybody in the church, right? Everybody had an assignment. He was like, God just told me let you be here. Like, just be here and love you. That's what he told me. And I'm like, fine. And in that God was still using me to make some things happen within that church. But then he was also getting me used to being in a body. And not feeling so alienated and far like, uh -uh, I don't want to be with them. So now I feel I can go even into a church where I don't like the pastor and be okay because I understand assignment and I understand the importance of the ecclesia and how these, these leaders need healing and they need to be brought together because I've been cut. So I understand what cutting looks like and I understand the necessity of it. But yeah, it was not fun at first. <laughs> Two weeks of tears because I, I really felt like he had bamboozled me. Wow. But he wanted, he wanted my freedom. He wanted my freedom and anything, whatever it is, I gave it to him. And he's like, I'm always going to give you back more than you ever imagined because the freedom that I could give you is nothing you can imagine in the natural. Wow. 
God is just Come on. so dope. He is so just listening to Tiffany's story and, and thinking about what I went through in 2020 and 2020, it's like total opposite, but yet the same. Right? Yes. It's crazy. Yes. It's it's crazy. God is just he constantly blows my mind. Gina, close Tiffany, what you got for y'all? Close us off. Do something. I'm, I'm, I'm there. Look. <laughs> well, yes, 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 yes. But it is needed. Yeah, Tiffany, tell me where you can get the book, where I can get the book at. So you can get my book, Dear Leader, A Personal Guide for Leaders to Peace, Pandemic, and Protest. You can get it on www.dearleaderbook.com or you can go to Amazon. It is on Amazon. Um, either of those two places. And um, I know you will enjoy it. Be ready to work on yourself. <laughs> that is awesome. All I can say is, look, tonight has been phenomenal, phenomenal. And so many nuggets and phrases for me to walk away with tonight. Okay. I'm definitely going to use some of these, <laughs> but all I can say is if you have enjoyed anything you've heard tonight, if anything touched you, resonated in your spirit, I encourage you to join us at the retreat. Okay, so you can get more of Miss Tiffany, honey, raw and uncut. Okay, which is what we need in our life. Absolutely. All right, guys. That's it for me. Honored to be with you, ladies, tonight. This was so fun. Like, uh, yeah, I don't want it to end, but we're gonna have fun at the retreat. So, thank you. Thank That's you. it. Yes. Thank you so much. Back on the show, guys. We love you. We appreciate you. Remember the December Beautifully Broken Fast. Uh, we'll be posting it on our Uncommon Faith pages, on I, all of our socials, as well as our personal pages, guys. Definitely join our group. Um, it, it's, it's just going to be a glory. I'm, I'm super excited about what God is doing in everybody's lives because it just looks so different. It, it's literally not what, it's like you can't expect this. You can't predict what God is doing no. in this season, right? You just literally have to walk and stand in obedience and let him do what he do. Because that's it that's for the spirit on. of expectancy exactly. we know he's doing something exactly well we love you we appreciate you grace and peace to everybody good night grace and peace till next week bye guys bye, bye.